right, everybody. I don't want to hold you guys up too long in the beginning. So I appreciate everybody for stepping by. I know we're going to have some people kind of trickling as we go as we're going across. So as you guys know, in the beginning, for those of you that have uh, been here on, you know, different episodes and different weeks, every week we have a new guest. And I just want to start off with uh, some announcements and so, some shout outs. So as far as shout outs, I always want to give a shout out to uh, my homegirl, Tamara Moody. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's the same thing every week. I'm always going to give a shout out to her. Uh, she has her brand, which is going to be Tight Elbows. And, you know, hey, we might have a collaboration in the future. Hey, you never know. You know what I'm saying? But she's doing good things for the uh, the veteran community. She's out there. Um, she actually has her own, like, pressing machines. Uh, she she makes shirts. She makes uh, apparel, clothing. And, you know, it's it, it's awesome. Like, she has the whole setup. The quality is amazing. I don't have my Tight Elbow shirt on this week, but I think I had it on two weeks ago or maybe even last week very comfortable very high quality um so you know what i'm saying hit her up on her instagram if you want to you know help support her out on tight elbows it'll just be under tamara moody t-a-m-a-r-a-m-o-o-d-y and she also has an instagram under tight elbows you can just dm her and she'll give you all the details for that she'll show we you know what merch she has so on and so forth so hey, hey we're doing big things out here you know so uh, I appreciate you, Tamara. Thank you for everything that you do for the community. Thank you for continuing and not quitting. You know, because, hey, if you think it's sweet to be an entrepreneur, you're wrong. So I just want to give props to her. Um, second thing, so I want to go over some announcements. So as of yesterday, we hit our first 100 videos on YouTube. So I want to give a great shout out to all you guys for all the support you've been giving us. It's been about three years in coming. Yeah, absolutely appreciate that. It's been about three years since I've had my YouTube channel. And for those of you that have followed from the beginning, started off at Mostly Fitness, and we kind of eased into the whole podcasting things and with, you know, a couple of the random type videos in between. But you guys have supported all the way through. So I want to say thank you so much for that. Announcement number three, I want to say thank you guys for those that purchased the apparel. And we're definitely going to be doing something special for the uh, 100th episode. So I know it didn't happen yet. Uh, I just got to get some time to do it. Maybe, hey, we might do a giveaway. You know, we might, you know, throw a hoodie out there or something, something special. You know, we might do something for the people. So, you know, keep, make sure you guys continue to follow on the Instagram, which is going to be veteran underscore influencers uh, for that as well. And also on my, my Facebook page, which is going to be veteran influencers. You know, I'll post something on there as far as like how we're going to do it. So I definitely want to make sure I get back to the people because you guys have given me uh, so much. The Blackstone Bane. Hey. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Hey, I appreciate the love. Thank you guys so much for the uh, support in the chat. You guys are always on top of it, so I just want to say thank you so much. So, hey, so that's all I got for announcements. Did you have any uh, special shout-outs that you wanted to do? Uh, no, no. Right right now, uh, I don't have any uh, other than, hey, hats off to you, man. Uh, I've been following you since you started. Uh, like you said, you started out with the with the fitness thing, so, you know, that always kind of kind of caught me because uh, you were always a pretty, pretty fit guy, you know, so... Uh, that always interests me. I wanted to keep track of that and just kind of keep in touch with you and support you. So, uh, and, and I like how it, it switched into a brand. You know, it, you 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 started with what you knew and then you just kind of built off of that uh, and, and you're helping veterans, man. So I, I think I think that is, is awesome. So so shout out to you, man. Uh, and thanks for having me. Thanks for thanks for get, hitting me up and asking me to, to, you know, to join in on this. And, you know, I'm always down to chit chat with you we're old friends we serve together so uh hey thanks to you man hats off to you shout out to you all right everybody so appreciate the patience uh listening to us kind of go over our shout outs and announcements in the beginning talk about some uh 
some achievements and uh, kind of key points. You know, like I said, hitting us for the hundred the uh, hundredth video on uh, YouTube. So we're at about seventeen hundred subscribers and building because of each and every one of you guys sharing the word out there and even sharing this post out right now. So if you want to take the time, still, you know, you still have time to share this live out. But let's get to it. So as you guys know, I always have a special guest on the show every week. We have somebody different that kind of represents the the uh, veteran community. And as of right now, we've had nothing but veterans. Maybe in the future, we might have civilians that kind of do something that kind of helps the veteran community. Uh, but the person that I have um, on my show today is uh, Gunner Sergeant Jimmy Banda. And we go back to about 2014 when I checked into my unit in um, 242 in Japan, Iwakuni, Japan, for those. Most of you don't even know anything about Iwakuni, Japan. But, you know, I, <laughs> just kind of like seeing him, uh, he was in the power line shop when I got there. I was in the ordnance shop. And just hearing this guy's name, like, oh, yeah, band of this, band of this. Who the fuck is this dude? Oh, excuse me. He's like, who, who is this guy? Hey, you guys mark that out. Don't worry about that. Like, who is this guy? And kind of just like seeing and, and continuing to hear about his reputation and, and kind of hearing about who he was. I finally met him. And it was like, you know, his reputation definitely uh, preceding himself. And it was just great from, from knowing his job to just the quality of staff and CO, quality of Marine that this person is, quality of person that he is. Always trying to, you know, raise to the top. I mean, he helped me get, um, when we ended up working together in the quality assurance shop, he helped me get started with school. And the guy literally goes out of his way to help people out. But the crazy part is like, I've seen some of the things that he manages and this guy's time management is ridiculous. Extremely smart, extremely fit. He does multiple things from CrossFit to Jiu-Jitsu, uh, just his own workout program. And the, I, are you working on your master's right now or are you? You know, I wish. Uh, no, I'm working on my bachelor's now. Uh, okay. But I wish. I'm working towards that. But yes, I'm still in school, still working on it, but not not as fast as I as I would like. Okay. But hey, like I said, ever since I've known him, he's definitely been dabbling into whether it's military PME or it's like civilian classes and just always finding a way to make himself and everybody around him better. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, my brother from another mother, what's <laughs> <Gunnar Sergeant> Banda. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me again. Uh, I, I appreciate all the kind words. Uh, you know, I was just just doing my job, really, just trying to help out. Uh, you know, the thing with school, that 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 really wasn't my idea, man. You know, that was uh, I, I had to get somebody to take me to to the office over there and get me started, also. So I, I just kind of took that. And, and just kind of push that on. Uh, you know, I'm sure you remember Colonel Basco uh, and Lieutenant Colonel, he was our, our CEO. Uh, one day he came to me and, and asked me, you know, where I was in school. I told him I wasn't in school. Uh, and he was like, well, how do you expect your Marines to, to go to school if you don't go to school? Uh, so, you know, he asked me one day, when are you gonna go over to the education office? And, and I, you know, I gave him an excuse. I told him I'd go later, go tomorrow, whatever. And he's like, well, how about right now? So. Uh, it's either you go and take yourself or I'm gonna take you. Um, and of course, you, you know, you know, uh, Colonel Basco, uh, that's not that's not one of the guys you want to disappoint. So right. uh, I went ahead and make, made the time and I went over there because if he would have had to walk me over there and hold my hand, then, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't have worked out well, beneficial for me. <laughs> so, so I went ahead and just, uh, I went over there, I signed up and I got started on my first class. And then it was all it was all downhill from there. Uh, it was it was easy. Um, I just kept at it, kept chipping away, and exactly what he said, it happened in the shop. Uh, you know, I, I signed up for a class, and then one of my other Marines did, and then another Marine did, and the next thing you know, 
but you know in between launches we're, we're sitting in the in the shop helping each other out with with math and and humanities and, and just papers uh, right. I remember Sergeant George helped me out with uh, with with uh, writing a paper one time. Uh, that dude can just spit out a, a seven-page report like without thinking about it. He was just you know exceptional when it came to writing. Absolutely. Uh, so you know we we helped each other out with school, and then uh, when I went to QA, um, I just kind of did the same thing with you. I, you know, I was hey, yeah, are you going to school? The answer was no. So I was like, hey, let's let's get it done. So you know, I just took took something good and, and just and just kept with it uh you know but he he's definitely the one that put that put that in my head and uh, here i am still still working towards it uh don't tell him I, I i don't have my bachelor's yet i'm sure he's probably expecting me to be done with that by now uh, <laughs> right but uh but i'm working on it sir i'm working on it um I'm, I'm gonna get there so well absolutely you know we and myself as well i i told myself i was gonna prioritize school that was one of my goals before leaving here. And I, I found what I wanted to do for the most part. And I kind of drifted away from it. Not saying that I'm not going to eventually get back to it, but at, for right now I found other ways to educate myself and then, you know, doing the podcast as well. So, you know, we all have different paths, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. And, you know, and we always eventually get back to that point. So, yeah, not, you know, and I, I had to, so I, I was going one route with my with my major, and then and then I just switched it up and decided I wanted to go programming um, because I was thinking smart systems, airplanes, and um, I've been doing a lot of work with smart systems lately, a lot of a lot of numbers, a lot of data, and I, I thought I was kind of good at it with with the with the data analysis stuff. So I figured right. if I'm good at it, then I might as well major in it. And I took my first programming class. And I tell you what, uh, I was almost like having second guesses about it. Like I made a mistake. It is hard, um, but uh, to me, it's just another challenge. So I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, find find what I like in it so I can stay interested in it. Um, but really, what's keeping me interested is that it's tough. It's hard. Um, I I don't really want to do it, so I want to do it. Um, right. You know, I've always done stuff that was tough. Uh, always did things that. You know, people said I couldn't do. Um, so this is just going to be another one of those things, man. Programming doesn't seem very easily, very easy to me. Right. Um, but I think I'll figure it out. Um, you know, I got my my best friend Alex. He's he's good in programming. Um, you know, I reached out to him a few times and he helped me helped me out with some code. So uh, I think I'll be all right. It's just a matter of these are my first couple classes in programming. Um, so I think they're going to be tough. But I think once I once I get past those first couple fundamental classes, I'll, I'll get it. So I'm not too worried about it, but it's definitely been challenging lately. Oh yeah. Awesome. And I've always seen you take on different challenges. And like I said, that's what's always motivated me to continue pushing. So I just real quick, for those of you that are in chat, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up. Please share out the, uh, the feed if you can, highly appreciate it. So, Hey, let's take it back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let's go back to the beginning because I've seen your hard work and dedication from, you know, from you being a staff sergeant and kind of seasoned already in the military. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see what that hard work is like. What's, what's baby Jimmy like? You know what I'm saying? Growing up, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the rough streets, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of a rough neighborhood, not the, not the easiest upbringing. But what was it like uh, as you, as like, kind of like lower up as, as growing up? So, you know, for me, it was... Uh... It, it, it definitely wasn't easy, uh, you know. So we we bounced around different uh, different schools. Um, 
I, I grew up in a somewhat of a tough neighborhood. It was it definitely wasn't all all uh, shiny and nice. Uh, but I had I had a really good uh, network of friends. Uh, my, my all my buddies in the neighborhood they always took care of me. We could walk into each other's house. Uh, no big deal, you know, moms was moms no matter where we went. Uh, they were welcome in my house. I remember all my buddies just come over and, and they loved my mom's flautas, man, the rolled tacos. Uh, they used to come over and eat those all the time, man. Uh, hey, hey, that's what I, uh, that's my stuff right there. But, but we spent most of the time playing basketball, honestly. When I was a, when I was a kid, all I did was play basketball every day. Um, I, I, I tried to get good grades as, as, as good as I could, mainly so that I wouldn't have a curfew. Um, my, brother, <laughs> my brother, he's on actually, I think he's, he's on there right now. Um, he's, he's a certified um, badass man. Uh, but my brother, he was, he was a bit of a risk taker when he was a kid. Uh, I wouldn't say he's a bad kid, but he definitely was a risk taker. Uh, so, um, I, I just basically what do you mean by him being a risk taker? Like, did he like, like, I mean, is it something you could talk about or you don't want to dry snitch? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, it's, I don't, I don't think he was a bad kid, but he was a bad kid. I mean, let's just, let's just, let's just let it be known, you know? I mean, he, uh, he was, and you know, he was one of those guys that he, he got the grades he needed to get in school, but that was it. Like he wasn't, he wasn't trying to go and, and be an overachiever like he is now, like in the, in right. the Marine Corps. In the Marine Corps, he is like the best, man. Like if you think if you think I'm something, then uh, you got to meet him because you know all, all I'm doing right now is just trying to be just trying to be like him. Uh, that's all. What's I'm his trying. rank? He's a first sergeant. Um, Ooh, so, okay. Yeah, hopefully uh, he'll be a sergeant major soon. Um, I have no doubts that he will. Uh, he's actually on his way to uh, his new duty station right now, coming from Twenty Nine Palms, but. Man, he's been everywhere. Um, so really, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to follow in his footsteps, uh, and and that that's you know early life though. It was just playing basketball and staying out of trouble, uh, trying to anyway, uh, getting good grades and just playing sports because you know I had my dad at home. He was real real strict on me, um, right. and then, but I had my brother as well that he just would not tolerate me getting in any trouble or anything like that. So if I if I did do anything wrong. I was gonna have to deal with my dad, but I was gonna have to deal with my brother first. And typically, he was gonna find out before anybody. So uh, he knew everybody. He had he had ears everywhere. Uh, so I couldn't really get anything by him. Uh, so I just stayed out of trouble That's and exactly did, did what I was supposed to do: play basketball, play football, and that was that was about it, man. Just hanging out with all my homies uh, back back in the in the neighborhood, just trying to you know stay out of trouble and whatnot. I still keep in touch with a lot of those guys too. Um, right. They're, they're on my Facebook and whatnot. They're doing they're doing good. They're doing big things also. Oh, that's awesome. So you were a, a, a big sports guy, huh? So I saw in the comment section, your brother's like, watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he said he want that smoke, you know? <laughs> but uh, so you said you were like a, a pretty big uh, sports guy. So two things with that. Football or basketball, you know, preference-wise. And then like what positions did you play and like kind of like how far how far did you go with those? Did you play competitively? And maybe little leagues did you play in high school um you know so on and so, so forth like basketball basketball i played all the way up to ninth grade okay. um football i played that pop warner city league i, I played that uh played quarterback when i was when i was a little bit younger i played defensive end because i was i was big for for a younger kid um right. so um I, i've been five nine since i was like in fifth grade um 
It's weird. I, I, I was crazy. huge. I was huge when I was a kid. But then once I got into middle school and, and got towards ninth grade, I wasn't growing anymore. So right. uh, at one point where I was big and I was a defensive end, just, just crushing guys, uh, it got to the point where I was a quarterback and I was getting laid out. Like I just could not, I couldn't take it. Um, it was just too, too small of a guy. I only weighed 115 pounds. Uh, I was fast. But that was about it, all I had going for me. So, uh, you know, but if I had to choose, um, I definitely, definitely liked football until I started getting broke off. Um, but ba ba basketball was always... usually what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just, I was getting broke off too much and I, I knew I wasn't going to really go anywhere. I, I just couldn't get big. I, I, and even still, I, I can't really get big. I try to, but I just can't get big. But, uh, but right. basketball, basketball was my thing. I love playing basketball. Uh, we did that all the time. I mean, middle of the night at, at the lights were on the community center. We were playing basketball uh, at, at all hours. In summertime, we were out there all night playing basketball. Uh, no matter where we went, we were trying to find a basketball hoop no matter where we went. So, uh, yeah, basketball is definitely my thing when I was a kid. Yeah, I definitely know about that. that basketball is like my thing. So, <clears throat> for those, all of you or anybody out there that think they can, uh, you know, hang with your boy, you know what I'm saying? Hey, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want all the smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm with it, you know? But, no, that's uh, that's awesome. And to me, like, having kids that get, you know, early introduced into sports, I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all, but that's definitely a great kind of gateway for kids to kind of draw their attention and, and their physical efforts to, uh, you know, instead of doing other things, like you said, how your, your brother was a little bit mischievous and you felt like, you know, you were trying to stay away from that. And I always found that, you know, being in sports, especially organized sports, you kind of help with that process to stay away from trouble. So, so you know, we, we talked a little bit about kind of early childhood, uh, you know, with family growing up in a, you know, certain type of neighborhoods. And we all know there's different distractions that can kind of keep you away from your focus. But uh, so two things, like, what do you think was your biggest contributor to uh, staying away from, you know, the, the, the bad things, I guess you could say in life, kind of going down the wrong path? And what made, like, what kind of played into the decision for you to actually join the military? Oh, wow. So, I mean, like I said, my, my brother is what kept me out of the bad things. That's, that's easy. Um, you know, I, I definitely had the temptation. Um, it was there, but uh, I knew I was going to have to deal with him. Um, and I didn't want to disappoint him. And uh, so I, I was always just kind of staying away from the bad stuff uh, just because of that. And my friends, you know, my friends weren't really bad either. You know, we all grew up in a, in a tough neighborhood, but but my friends are pretty pretty good too. You know, nobody was out, you know, doing anything bad, hurting people or anything like that. Uh, it was certainly there, but nobody really messed with us. We were just a bunch of kids in the neighborhood that just wanted to play basketball. So so nobody really bothered us and we never really did anything wrong. Um, but, you know, so I, I, would, I would say my brother definitely kept me out of trouble. Um, I just didn't want to get beat up from him, really. I, I knew he <laughs> wear me out, man. Uh, you know, my dad, I, I just didn't want to disappoint him. Of course, my mom, I didn't want to disappoint her either. I wanted to be the first one to go to college. So when I was, you know, younger, the sports, I thought sports was going to take me. And I knew that, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So I was going to have to rely on a scholarship. So I, I told myself one day that I'm just going to have to be the best at, at what, one of these sports or else I'm not going to make it to college. So uh, I, I, I always tried to just overdo it and, and be good at everything uh, sport wise. Uh, but like I said, started getting broke off, uh, so it wasn't working. Basketball too, it was, man, I had some really good dudes in my neighborhood. Um, and that was just in the neighborhood. 
and and, right. then, and then in high school i mean same thing exceptional guys i mean they were you know they were just really really good um and i was i was okay i was good enough to hang with them but i was not on their level uh but one thing i always had going for me through middle school was was running you know that was that was always something that was real good uh so when i got to high school that's why i kind of ventured off and and started running full-time i ran everywhere i went i mean i used to i used to run to high school um like 12 miles away i used to run there i used to run home um you know i used to race my dad down uh down oak ridge road when he would he would drive down to hardy's to, to grab chow i would race <laughs> him, i would race him down the road and try to beat him there and beat him back um because he had stoplights and and i would beat him a lot of times um right doing stuff like that when i was a kid um and of course you know the whole trying to be the best at everything i've always you know told myself that i, I got to train when no one else is so when it was raining i was running uh, if it was bad weather i was running uh, but you know once once i got in high school it started to get a little tougher but i still made it to state my my first year in cross country uh we made nice. it to state i was in the top six and then uh, track and field middle distance i was always fast enough to make it on one of the teams uh but pole vault pole vault's what took me what took me uh to state um for track and field um but then then 9-11 happened honestly so 9-11 mm. happened uh, I have already graduated at this point. I'm I'm going to college. Um, my brother joins the military. And, what college did you go to? Uh, I went to Valencia Community College and then University of Central Florida. Okay. And then, uh, so when my brother joined, uh, right after 9/11, he was gone. And uh, you know, first thing he told me was, "You're going to go to school. You're not going to join the Marine Corps. Don't even think about it." Uh, not a dollar for every time I heard that. <laughs> So I, I, and I was firm on that too. Like he used to tell the recruiter, stay away from my brother. He ain't joining. He's, he doesn't need it. Uh, and I used to, I used to tell him too, like, nope, not interested in going to college. Stay away from me. Um, but then I seen, I seen my brother, I seen the transformation in him and I knew it was tough. So I was like, you know what is, you know, I got to try that. I got to do that too. You know, it's hard. So I got to do it too. Right. Um, and why, that's why I joined the Marine Corps, uh, because I knew it was a challenge. I knew it was going to be tough. And uh, I seen what it did for my brother. So I went ahead and joined up and he hated me for it for a little bit. Uh, he was right. super disappointed, man. I, I, I remember the day that uh, I told him I was shipping. Um, it was pure disappointment. Like I'd never seen my brother look at me with so much disappointment. Um, but it, it, you know, he he instantly like after after I graduated, you know, when I walked across parade deck, and uh, and and I was a marine, you know, I, I seen that he was proud of me. But but when when I made the decision to join the Marine Corps and follow him, he was not happy with me because that's not what he wanted for me, you know. So he made it to your your recruit training uh, graduation. Yeah, he was there at my graduation when I was done. He was there. So. What, did he? So you said he was a first sergeant. Did. And, and not to throw his business out there. I hope he doesn't get mad, <laughs> depending on your answer. But was he a recruiter, drone charger, MSG? No, nah, he's a, he, at that time, he was, he was, uh, you know, young in rank too, you know, because he went in a couple years before me. So, um, right. But so, did he ever become one? Like, did he ever do that at any point? Yeah, he did the re whole recruiting thing. Recruiting, uh, okay. Yep, yep, he was a recruiter. Um, yeah. He's been everywhere, man. 
No, that, that's awesome to uh, definitely see that. So at, at any point, were you ever thinking Navy, Air Force, or, uh, yeah. or the Army? No, never, never the Army. Uh, not not for <laughs> any bad reason. Like, my dad was Army, so. Yeah, we love uh, you, Army, I promise. <laughs> yeah, go Army. I, I, just, I just didn't want to, you know, I just didn't, I didn't have any interest in the Army. Um, Air Force, yes, because I wanted to be an aircraft mechanic. Mm. Uh, but on my way to the recruiter to see the Air Force recruiter, a Marine guy was standing outside and I was like, nah, I'm not interested. I want to work on airplanes. And he's like, hey, we got airplanes too. And I was like, okay. So, and then he got, <laughs> he hooked me. That's all it took. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't make it to the Air Force recruiter. He was one door down, but I didn't, I didn't make it there. The, the Marine recruiter got me. He was outside. So. I'm telling you, man, like, the same thing happened with me because I'm not going to lie. You, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, I, I was tough from the beginning. My dad was a Marine as well, you know, 26 years in. Um, and I I considered the Marines in the beginning. And I was just like, I, I remember my dad. I was like, that was a tough dude. I, was like, I don't know. And, you know, and he was a little rough around the edges. You know, not to throw my dad out there. I love you, dad. But uh, he was a little rough around the edges. I was like, I don't know if I want to turn out like that a little bit. So I was like, all right. I considered like the Navy. I never really considered the Air Force. Um, I didn't really know anything about the Air Force. I mean, that's kind of what it was. You know, kind of growing up, you hear Navy, Army, and Marine Corps. I didn't really know anything about the Air Force. And, um, you know, I was scheduled to come to see the Navy one day, and, you know, they weren't there. Like, dude, like, how are you going to not show up to a meeting? So I was like, all right, I'm on my way out. The same story as how you're saying. I was literally on my way out. I was like, man, whatever. I don't want I don't want to be here in the first place. My dad's like, you're going to go talk to somebody. I don't care what branch. You're going to go talk to somebody. So I'm on my way out. And guess who, you know, <laughs> like, hey, man, come here real quick. I was like, they got a, this they got dude. Everything. Wait, with the screaming high and tight. Who's this dude? Yeah, you know, and I was like, you know, what's going on? He's like, hey, uh, you're here to see me, right? I was like, am I? <laughs> you know? He's like, well, let me talk to you about a few things, you know, pulled out the little tags on me, you know, and I saw people, I had seen people working out because that was probably like my third time in the recruiting office. I seen people running outside. I was like, hey, well, I'm not sure if I want to sign up, but I want to, I want to go run and, and work out with you guys. Can I do that? Yeah. He's like, yeah, you just got to, you know, you got to sign up first. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Didn't know exactly what I was doing. You know, I'm signing papers away and up working out with those guys, you know, smoke checking a lot of them. I was like, man, I can really do it. I kept going back and forth whether I was going to join. And, you know, I kept saying I was going to do it this day and this day. And the guy's like, you know what? Maybe it's just not for you. I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know what I'm saying? We got plenty more people. If you can't do it, then just say you can't do it. Oh, man. Bam. That was it right there. I looked at this dude. I was like, you know who you're talking to right now? What you mean if I can't do it? I'm running circles around everybody here. Don't tell me I can't do something. But come to find out that was a tactic, you know? <laughs> Yeah, he got you. Yeah, he got you. No, that's yeah, awesome. Mine was weird, man. I, I when I went to recruiting office, I was like, uh, cause I was like, hey, I'm 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 like a little in the middle here, so you gotta right. ship me. You gotta I gotta ship soon, or else I ain't signing. And uh, man, they I went to Meps that afternoon, and then I took my test that afternoon. And um, on the way there, I met with like uh, somebody on the at a, at a rest stop who signed like some papers. Um, <laughs> and when when I left Meps that afternoon, though, I, I had already swore in already. It happened so fast. Right. Uh, on a Wednesday, that happened. Thursday, I told my mom and dad I was leaving Sunday. 
Like it was, I was in the debt for three days, you know, it's crazy. But I told him, I said, look, it's uh, Stassarn Camacho was his name. Uh, I was like, I, I, I gotta go now or else I'm not gonna sign it. Like, so you gotta put it on. He was like, I need a shipper anyway. Let's make it happen. And uh, and, and it all in one day, that dude's crazy. No, that, that that's awesome. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm glad I did it. I, like I said, I was really hesitant at first, but I mean, we're talking 16 years ago when you look back. So it's like, you know, I'm definitely glad I stuck with it. So, you know, that kind of talks. Like I said, we, we went over your early life. You know, spoken like the the different things, obstacles that you kind of went through, and then also what your motivation was to kind of join. So let's talk about you actually joining. Um, you know, you as the Marine, and then let's kind of talk about your your transition toward. Um, retiring and the whole entrepreneur, excuse me, the whole entrepreneurship as well. All right, so yeah, my 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 first couple of years in the Marine Corps, they they were pretty tough. I I, I joined the my unit, and we immediately deployed. Um, I think it was a it was a nine month deployment, my first one, uh, and it was yeah, it was on the boat, uh, the Carl Vincent. Now you get broken in. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty tough, um, but I learned a lot though too because. So my my NCOs, they were all stop lost. So that was a pretty unique uh, situation because a lot of those guys, they were supposed to be going to college. Like they had they had dates. I mean, they were they were ready to go. And uh, they got stop lost and they had to go and do this nine month deployment. And there was a point in time where they were like, I shouldn't even be in the Marine Corps right now. I'm, I'm supposed to be going to college. So. You know that was that was a, a pretty interesting um, first couple months because you know some of them were just didn't want to work or refused to work or or they were just sour. So a lot of the stuff got got pushed down on on the junior ranks to to kind of fill those voids. Um, right. So so we had to we had to pick up the slack in some cases. Uh, but my my NCOs, the ones that were stop lost, they all stayed somewhat positive. You know they. They didn't really like get sour or nothing like that, um, you know, but they definitely gave us a lot of responsibility early on. Um, they definitely didn't like just kind of run the show because they knew they were leaving as soon as we got back. So they made sure that we knew exactly how to run a shop at a very early rank. So as right. a Lance Corporal, you know, I was running, I was running a crew um, as a Lance Corporal, you know, doing, doing, doing everything that an NCO would do, um, picking up rank pretty quick, you know, you know, it, it was, it was a, it was a tough first couple of years, but it was fun. Um, I, I think I ended up getting, picking up Sergeant in the first couple of years. So it wasn't too bad, you know, well, that doesn't surprise me though. Like I said, just knowing your work ethic and like seeing how, like how you were excelling in, in your MOS and just overall as a Marine from the time I knew you as a staff sergeant, I was like, I was like, I guarantee this dude picked up fast. I just, it just, it's just how you were. You were always on top of your game. I just figured, you, you know, you probably picked up pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I mean, there, I, I know other guys that picked up just as fast. You know, it's nothing, nothing crazy out of the box or nothing like that. Uh, you know, but, but yeah, I was, I was fortunate to have some good leadership that put me up on boards and, and prep me for those things and whatnot. So. You know, I was I was fortunate to have some pretty good leaders that helped me help me uh, you know pick the rank pretty quick. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's like I said, I I would have already figured. I know, uh, and we're gonna get to this part uh, in a little bit, but I would have already figured that you know you had an early on you know successful career as a Marine, uh, just like 
by judging how how you were when I met you. I know you already spoke to me about how you transitioned out the first time, which definitely surprised me when you told me how fast you picked up. Um, but if you can kind of like hit on real quick, and then we can kind of ease into the 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 transitioning as you you know right now as you're transitioning out because you've been in 17 years. Uh, yeah, yeah, about 17. Right. So we'll kind of hit on, uh, you know, you, you transition or how, as you got out the first time and came back in the kind of the struggles of that transitioning out for like retirement wise. And then like where the, uh, the entrepreneur side of you kind of came in and then, you know, we'll speak about your, uh, foundations and all the great things that you're doing right now as well. All right. Yeah. So, the yeah, a lot of guys don't know that I got out. Um, I got out to my first five years. Um, you know, I, I wanted to, Wanted to be a family man. I just wanted to just let it go. And uh, I, I figured that I had a, you know, a good background. I was set up. I had a job waiting for me at Boeing. And and uh, I, I didn't want to deploy, you know, the typical stuff. Uh, I just wanted to stay home with the with the family, with the wife and kids and raise my boys. Uh, you know, so we moved to Texas, got out. I went and worked for Boeing and everything was great. You know, it was it was all right. But then I miss I missed the Marine Corps. Uh, and then my, my wife was always telling me like, you still cut your hair, you still shave, you still <laughs> act like a Marine. And, you know, so, so why'd you even get out? Um, so, you know, I, when I got her pushing me back into the Marine Corps, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna go talk to the recruiter and see if I can just sign back up. So, uh, you know, obviously I, I came back into the Marine Corps two years later, so I got that broken time. Uh, but a lot of that was largely due to Due to her, you know, supporting me and saying, "Hey, let's let's go back and do it because you were good at it and you still act like it, so you might as well just keep doing what you're what you're good at and, and go back." Because she knew I missed the two, uh, the mentorship side and stuff like that. So, so I came back into the Marine Corps, and then uh, you know, now now fast forward to to where I met you. Uh, right. When I came back in, I came back in as a staff sergeant, ser served a couple more years with 314. And then I went to, to Japan where I was trying to get for, for the longest. We finally got words there. Um, you know, I met you in Japan and then, you know, now I'm on the, I'm on the back end of my career, uh, working in Quantico, working as a data analyst, um, just kind of riding the desk right now for headquarters Marine Corps. Um, you know, looking forward to the retirement. It's only a few years away. Uh, so, you know, what I've been doing lately, uh, as you, as you talked about, is I've been helping out um, enlisted nine fight company. You know, it's a it's a jujitsu gym. It's a brand. Um, uh, I've been I've been coaching for them on the side, and then now that they have their their own gym, um, I've been coaching there primarily uh, for them. You know, we got two guys uh, that went in um, to start this business, and uh, so I've been able to kind of live the struggles of that because. My big dream is to to own a gym one day, you know, to have a jujitsu facility of my own. Uh, right. So I've been able to kind of see see the struggles um, that they're dealing with, and it's tough. Uh, I gotta say, it's 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 definitely nerve wracking, um, but they're so, making so it happen. Real, real quick, not to cut you off, but because I wanna, I definitely wanna kind of like hone in on the the mental and physical struggle of getting out, because one of the things that we kind of focus on a lot on the channel is helping military or just helping veterans to transition out what kind of key things to know so i want people to be able to resonate with with your story can you kind of uh explain like the the mental struggles of getting out and the like the kind of things you dealt with while you were out and uh like whether it's financially monetary mentally 
and just kind of hone in on what you went through on that transition because there's a lot of people that watch this that are actually either considering transitioning out or whether they're going to retire or you know maybe they are actually in yeah it, it was yeah it, once i was a civilian um that was all right but then once you know insurance started coming into play uh, you know all those other costs that that you don't think about when you're in the military housing costs uh you know insurance and, and everything else it all starts adding up so even though i had a really good job and i was making really good money um you know it's it was just different we weren't struggling or anything like that we were still we were still fine um right but, but it's it is a, it is definitely a different type of a mental drain it's not the stability the the uh the friends the core the you know the community that you have the the support left and right uh, it's just not there when you transition out when you transition out you're you're kind of on your own you know and um i wasn't really ready for that um honestly i thought i was i thought i wanted to just get out and, and be a civilian and and i had this great job you know i had the dream job i was set um but it's definitely not it's not it's not all easy um i wouldn't say it was mentally like tough for me or, or draining or anything like that um right but it definitely brought a lot of other types of stresses um that were different and and it was just more so not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow uh not knowing if this company was going to be able to keep this contract if i was going to get laid off uh you know that's that's what i was really worried about the most was where am i going to get a paycheck next month to support my family uh in the military i don't have to worry about that like i know it's coming um like with this with this uh covid that's going on right now my my paychecks never stopped i never had to worry one bit uh and i feel really bad for for some of the you know people out there that are they don't know where they're going to get money next month um, right. I, didn't, i didn't have to worry about that one bit being in the military so Uh, right now would probably be like one of the toughest times to not be in the military um because i just i just don't know like i, I couldn't i could not fathom like what those guys are going through it's got to be tough for them um right now how they're going to pay the mortgage how they're going to pay for life insurance or or health insurance next month um but for me I, i don't have to worry about that um so you know when i transitioned out those kind of um struggles and stresses were were definitely there grass wasn't greener on the other side for sure uh, <laughs> the money doesn't buy happiness you know all that good stuff right it isn't like that at all man um i i think i think my wife was happier when i was in the military than when we were out of the military uh, honestly like a stability type thing or she just uh, you know happy it made you I just I, I don't know I just think that she enjoys the community uh being um you know being around uh you know the, the military community I I think she just likes that in general uh right why she she misses Japan so much because in Japan it was such a small community such a small base um you know I I think she likes that kind of stability so uh but when we were out you know we were yeah we had our own house and everything and civilians um but it was just different the same support group is not there like my neighbors i didn't know my neighbors i don't i don't know who they are uh but <laughs> right. military you know everybody everybody knows and some people don't like that but right I, i think for us that's a good thing you know we like that that stability not not having to wonder what's going to happen tomorrow or next month right it's like community like you know like if you leave your house someone's got your back you see someone trying to like creep up and break in someone's in like watching your house you know i always felt that especially when i lived on base and when living near like military town i was 
I always felt that, you know, a little bit more of a sense of security. Living in Japan, I mean, people leave their cars unlocked, their houses, and just kind of walk around. Their, their kids walk into school, and, you know, you never really worried about it uh, because I felt like it was one big community and everybody had each other's back, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, now we can kind of get back to, like, the the aspect about the the foundations and, and you as far as the entrepreneur side and uh, what you're doing uh, for the veteran community as well. And I know that our viewers out there are going to love this part because just people that give back to the community selflessly is like, as definitely, I know it's resonated to me and that's what I try to do as well. Like even with this podcast, you know, I feel like you can kind of give people like a different platform and, you know, as we continue to build, you know, we get more and more um, attention from it. So can you kind of go over that a little bit? Yeah. So, uh, what I've been doing the past couple of years is, uh, I've, I've been coaching jujitsu, just, just passing off what I know, uh, what I've learned, what somebody's taught me, uh, it's the best that I can do is, is spread, spread that self-defense, confidence, whatnot. And, um, you know, there, there's some guys out there that just need an out. They need something to do to, to, to get rid of that mental stress that they have. Um, so, you know, I've, I've, I've been uh, training with Colton Smith, um, and now that he has his gym that they opened up, him and Rich Bozinski uh, out here in, in Stafford, they, they opened up their own gym, and I, I continue to, to coach out of, out of their gym. Um, you know, I, I volunteer my time and, and help them out. Uh, so whenever they need to go out of town or they, they need to, you know, do something because, you know, Rich has another job, a primary job. He works for Lockheed Martin and Colton is active duty army. So he's got that going on. Uh, so they, we have to rely on each other. And, um, you know, I'm not a business owner, um, but they treat me like one. Uh, you know, if I need to go and cover for them, they'll give me the key and I go and, and they trust me enough with their business and their brand. Uh, so much that they don't even have to be there. They know that I'm going to run it just like they would. So, um, you know, I've been part of that, that whole buildup. And now that we've, we've started that, it, it's grown. It's grown huge. Um, it's, it's, we've got so many members. It, you know, sometimes we, we, the house is so packed that we have to kind of, you know, watch what we're doing because we're just on top of each other sometimes. And we had to have more classes. We started out with just a few. Now we have to have more classes just so that we can accommodate um, all of the all the members that we have. So that part's been great. And and because I've been able to be part of that, um, that helps me kind of see the challenges that that I'm going to have if I decide to, you know, go that route, which is what I want to do. I want to open a gym one day. Uh, so now I know some of the struggles, the startup, you know, all the all the details and like that because they, they brought me in and they shared that with me. So. So now, now I'm ready for that. I feel like I'm a little bit more prepared for that piece, um, you know. And and lately or recently, um, I teamed up with uh, the Ronin Foundation, an old friend of mine, Marcos Martinez. Uh, he's a brown belt. He's the one who started me in jiu-jitsu. Love that you know, guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a crash crash fire rescue down in uh, in Iwakuni when you knew him. Yeah. Uh, he's now he's in Miramar. And uh, he's the one who drug me onto the mat and uh, handed me a gi and said, "Hey, let's let's uh, let's go after this. You know, I want to show you something." And uh, I've been I've been at it ever since. So he's the one who started me in jujitsu, and nice. him and Adam, uh, his OIC in, from Japan, uh, Adam started the Ronin Foundation, and uh, you know, they they needed some some guys out um, across the other bases to kind of you know, be their eyes and ears and in, in, in other locations to, to try and help out. Um, and what they do is they provide they provide scholarships uh, to to active duty 
uh, Marines, sailors, army, whatever, uh, that are dealing with demons inside, you know, suicide, you know, they're dealing with stuff like that. We're trying to get those guys, you know, free, free memberships. They pay for that. They support them for the you know, first couple months or whatnot. They give them a gi, you know, they take care of all that stuff. And my job as an ambassador here in Quantico is to meet up with those guys and, uh, you know, get them comfortable, take them to the gym, get them started um, and, and kind of facilitate that, that transition to get them to doing something instead of just, you know, sitting and staring at a wall and dealing with these things by themselves. So uh, what I've been, that's what I've been involved in lately is, is trying to help out the Ronin Foundation as much as I could, volunteer whatever time I have for them and get them set up to where I can, you know, help out these guys that are here that need help and take them to the gym that's closest to wherever they live and, and the Ronin Foundation takes care of that, takes care of their membership and whatnot. It makes it easy for them. Oh, that, that's absolutely awesome. And it's like, so real quick, is there like a like a, a link that we can provide if people want to donate to that or if people want to help to kind of support the cause for that? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Actually, I'm, I'm going to put it on the, uh, I'll put it in the comments right now and then we can add it to the, uh, to the link there. Uh, but yeah, they have a, they have a page, they have a Facebook page, Instagram, uh, they have all that stuff. So uh, yeah, for sure. Hit them up, like, share. And uh, and if you can, yeah, please donate. Donate to the foundation because the, the money that they raise, it's going to go to someone's scholarship. And one of the things that, that Adam told me a few weeks ago when we had our, our meeting and, and it's, it just stuck with me, is he said he wants to be broke. He does not like having money. <laughs> uh, so I, I think that's awesome, man, because he, you know, he feels that if he's got money in the bank, then somebody isn't isn't benefiting from his program. So um, get the word out. If you know somebody that that needs help, that's dealing with demons, uh, any kind of mental issues, um, get get them to us. You know, refer them to us. Let us know who they are, and we'll reach out to them and we'll get them the help they need and uh, and give them something else to do um, than dealing with that stuff by themselves. And we'll get Adam to spend some money, right? He wants to spend it, so let's let's give him let's give him a give him a way to spend it. Yeah, we need more people that want to give away. Hey, just you know, what I'm saying he, he's he's just in here trying to make it rain. Hey, if we can get that money, you know, what I'm saying we definitely for the community. You know, I definitely want to find some people that that's actually going to help out. You know, and, and kind of going off of what you were talking about, there's definitely a lot of people, uh, a lot of veterans that have been dealing with like the you know the demons that you speak about because you know I, I can just tell by the people that are supporting you here in the chat. Uh, a lot of people mentioning good things about you. I have a lot of, uh, you know, of my prior Marines is just people that have heard about me that have reached out to me and, you know, just to tell me, you know, what they're going through in life. And to me, that's a privilege to others. They may seem, that may seem like a, uh, it's something that they can't really take on, but like the fact that someone's willing to open up and, and tell me the type of problems and, and things that they're going through to me, like I appreciate stuff like that because any, any way that I can help others out, if I know how to do it, or if let's say I can't do it, I can refer them to you, you know what I'm saying? Because you guys are dealing with an actual foundation that's actually helping assist in those type areas. And, you know, just like you talked about jujitsu and, you know, from when we talked is jujitsu is something that kind of like allows you to get your stress off, uh, things that you go to to clear your mind. And I mean, you got to think the, the the whole foundation of what a martial art is in the first place, you know, it's mind, body and soul, you know, and it, it's definitely therapy for a lot of people. So if you can help in that way, Man, that's absolutely amazing. And, and when we get that link, uh, everybody in the chat, we'll put it in the videos that we put throughout the week. 
I'll make sure that we put the link down there. So if you want to kind of support toward that as well, and we'll make sure that's definitely a viable option for you guys. Um, so no, that's awesome. Like the, uh, I know there's a lot of viewers that are out here. I know you talked about wanting to open a gym. You know, I, I'm not gonna give away too many spoilers, but hey, we might have a couple people in the near future talking about literally the steps of how to open a gym. Really? And you know what I'm saying? And I would definitely love to have you on there for that one. And I know there's a lot of people that have actually asked me about it. So I wanna make sure I get back to the veteran community. So if you guys have, you know, certain ideas, make sure you guys leave it in the chat or leave it in some of the videos that we use to promote the, uh, you know, the, the, the live feeds or the other vi snippet videos that we put out for YouTube and on Facebook. And just let me know the different things that you want someone to kind of go over. Cause I think uh, Jimmy did an amazing job and just kind of like giving a picture of a, who he is uh, speaking about some of the struggles and things that uh, other veterans endure while going through this whole thing that we call military life. Cause if you haven't done it, listen, I don't care how many stories you hear, if you haven't physically gone through military life, there's, it's almost impossible for me to fully explain what it's like, you know, and I'm sure you can kind of attest to that as well. Yeah, not to mention there's so many variables too. Like one story isn't isn't going to be like everyone else's. You can you can talk to six different Marines in the same exact shop, and they're all going to have different stories, different backgrounds, different different cultures, and different struggles comes with all of that. So. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a one one size fits all. Like everyone doesn't have the same issues in the military. They have their own unique type of issue. I mean, you, I've, I've dealt with it all, man. It's 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 crazy. Like some of the stories that you hear. So, uh, you, no no one person has a solution, and no one person has all the answers. Like, that's a fact. I definitely don't. Um, I constantly have to reach out to to mentors and some even junior guys. Uh, and ask them, you know, for, for advice. Um, I definitely don't know it all. And sometimes you can learn a lot from a young Marine, um, a Lance Corporal, you know, um, and a lot of, a lot of uh, senior guys, they don't like to admit that, but you can learn a lot from, from a junior Marine. Um, Cause for one, they, they, they're just, you know, they're, they're just like a child. They'll just say anything, you know, they'll just tell you how it is. Um, especially if you make them comfortable enough to spill it. Um, but they, they just haven't, you know, seen everything yet. So sometimes you can learn, you can learn a lot from them. So I, I like to engage in them, talk to them, see, see what's going on in their head and just kind of go from there. But yeah, I've, man, I've heard it all. It's, it's, it's crazy how many different stories is out there. You have to treat everybody just a little bit different. There's, you can't treat them all the same. It's, it's definitely different. Absolutely. And that's definitely like a huge key to leadership is like, you can't, you know what what work what works for one person may not work for you know the majority of other people so that that's definitely a, a great lesson for those of you that are seeking uh you know some advice and leadership you can't bring the hammer down on you know on everybody because you think it worked for one person so um we got about we got about five minutes left so uh this is the type of segment uh this is the time of the segment where we like to um ask you like is there any last words that you want to leave with the community and then after that, how can everybody, how can everybody find you? All right. So a big shout out to you. First of all, um, if, if you, if you guys don't follow veteran influencers, uh, follow them. All right. The, the podcasts are always exciting. Uh, they're, they're fun to watch. Uh, you know, you're always a, an, an exciting guy to listen to. Uh, Appreciate and, you. And, and you always have uh, good, 
good guys on on this on this podcast. Uh, so for one, um, hey, thank you for for asking me to 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 get on here because you know some of the other some of the other um, guests that you've had on the show exceptional and and I think it's awesome you know that you're grabbing those those guys and gals and interviewing them. Um, I don't think I'm doing anything special, you know. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for putting me in that in that group of, of, of your other guests. I appreciate that. Uh, but I'm just I'm just trying to you know be me. So uh, but thank you for, for asking me to to come on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, like, subscribe, uh, follow follow Chris on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, he's always got good content, whether it's fitness, business even even how to set up podcasts uh he's the guy you know he's lived it he's he's gone through all these struggles so uh big hats off to you man and and for me yeah for me i'm i'm on facebook instagram um my i think my tag is uh jimmy dean 23 it's pretty standard uh i think it's been that forever uh yeah jimmy (laughs) jimmy dean 23 e9 bjj is my tag on uh on instagram i'll throw it on there if you guys want to follow um I try to post up, uh, you know, stuff that I I'm interested in. So I have a little bit of photography, a little bit of jujitsu, a little bit of my dog, my my German Shepherd. Uh, so just it really just depends on uh, the the day. I'm not a like a an only jujitsu on my Instagram. I just kind of take random pictures and whatnot, whatever's interesting that day. Uh, but yeah, shoot me a follow, and uh, I'm always available if you got any questions about the military, getting out. Uh, jobs after the military. Um, if you if you if you know me, if you serve with me, and uh, and you need a reference or something like that, hit me up. I do that quite often. Uh, believe it or not, Marines uh, that have transitioned out that I've worked with, you know, they're looking for jobs and and stuff like that, and they need they need a uh, you know somebody to write them a letter, and I will always do that. Um, I will I will take the time and stop whatever I'm doing. And I will write a letter for anybody uh, that I have served with. Um, if, if I can give back that way, I will do that. So if you're out there and uh, and you need you need a letter of recommendation, uh, just ask. Shoot me an email, um, direct message, whatever, and uh, and I'll hook you up. All right. And and I, I don't just hand them out. I don't just hand them out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I <laughs> yeah, you know, but. For the most part, though, I don't I don't really have any bad Marines either, though. You know, I was thinking about that earlier. Like, who would I not write a letter for? And I honestly can't think of that many. Uh, I can't think of any, honestly, uh, because if there is a bad one, then then I would say that that would probably be my fault. Because um, most of the guys that I deal with, you know, I had an influence on them. So if they were a bad Marine in any way, shape or form, then I would have to point the finger at myself for that. So. I think it's a good thing that I can't really think of any bad Marines. Um, I guess I, I guess I did a pretty good job. So hit me up if you if you need a letter, if, if you're looking for a job, or if you just need any advice. Um, I'm always down to chit chat, talk about past times and uh, and futures. Um, let's help each other out. Absolutely, yeah. And, and just for you guys, like I like to point out like little key points of the you know the segments that we have. That's another huge portion of leadership is you know when something happens it's your fault you know now granted obviously some things you can't control but as a leader like if you're a good leader you take it personal like what could i have done differently how could i have changed the outcome 
And uh, I think that's kind of what Jimmy is saying is just like, take ownership of your people. Like if, if your people are failing, that's a direct reflection of you. Cause guess what? When things are going great and everything is sweet, you're probably gonna get credit for it, you know? So, and that's awesome. Uh, just, like I said, I, I, my kind of shout outs or I want to give a shout out to uh, for, to Jimmy for accepting the invitation to come on the show. It means the world to me. And like I said, when I decided to even start a podcast, there were certain people that I had in mind already and you were definitely one of them. So, and that wasn't even any question to it. Like you were on my list from the get go when I was even planning out how I was going to run a podcast. So I just want to say thank you. I know you're a huge uh, motivation in the uh, the veteran community. A lot of people know who you are. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything bad about you. So, I mean, like your reputation, it, it, it already, it's already created. So I just want to say thank you for that. I want to say thank you to everybody that has shown, constantly shown your support. Uh, those of you that have been in the chat that have uh, listened to us run our sucks for a while. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this community. I know I see some of the same people week in and week out supporting from when we had zero in the chat to now we have nine in the chat. Uh, thank you guys so much for, uh, you know, supporting and mentally, morally, monetarily. Uh, I just want to say I appreciate each and every one of you guys. We are going to continue to to build this platform. There's so many more things. We're going to go to doing a little bit more than just one a week and then posting the YouTube videos and the Instagram snippets throughout the week. We're going to be doing live sessions throughout the week as well. So, you know, hopefully uh, Jimmy accepts some invitations to come on throughout the week. Now that we got his whole background and everything, we can kind of go on to like specific subjects. And I know he has so much to give to the community. So, yeah, man, for sure. Anytime, just let me know. Give me a heads up and uh, I'll, I'll make time for it. I'm always available. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, well, uh, on behalf of the Veteran Influencers community, once again, thank you so much for accepting the invitation to be a guest. Thank you guys in the chat. And uh, we will see you guys every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. We were always on here. We're all, hey, we've been on time. You know, it was only one time, all right? Don't get off me for that. Only one time. That was the very first time going live. I didn't know how, didn't know how it works. So hey, we've been on time ever since then. So I just want to say thank you guys so much. Continue to support. All right. I'll be putting YouTube videos. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button, go on to YouTube, YouTube right now, the channel Veteran Influencers. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up, please, to help kind of push the video out. And uh, we're going to have different segments probably starting tomorrow. And then we'll have the full interview uh, most likely by uh, Tuesday of next week. So thank you guys so much for everything. And uh, we out. Peace.